I would like to provide a disclaimer. I like to start with a disclaimer, obviously. I have just gotten back from a weekend of really dumb decisions and spur-of-the-moment purchases and lack of sleeping. So if I don't make any sense, blame the Jonas Brothers. If, if any of us make a bad decision, it's their fault. Honestly, yes. They deserve some blame for something. Hi, I'm Peyton. And I'm Emily. And this is the podcast where we blame the Jonas Brothers. Welcome to... Re-blame this. Re-blame this. The best podcast. <laughs> Rename. Re-blame. <laughs> Retame. Reflame. Catch on fire. <gasps> I set fire to the rain. Oh my god, this is poetry. <laughs> so this I is do- free poetry. You can pay us by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash retweet this. So, sort of related, my mom and I do this game, and I don't remember how it started. You know when you're, like, on a car ride with your family, and it's been, like, six hours in the car, and everybody's a little loopy? Uh Uh-huh. So, my mom and I started this game one time. It was just my parents and me in the car, and we were, like, hours away from somewhere. We started this game where someone says a word, and then the next person says a word that rhymes with it, but you have to say it really dramatic, as if you're, like, reading slam poetry. But, like, you know the scene in, what is it, 21 Jump Street or 22 Jump Street? When he's, like, mm-hmm. reading the really bad poetry. You have to read it in, like, that energy. So you'd be like, okay. situation, conversation, population. And then after you get, like, sick, like, you go back and forth with words. And once you start running out, the person just goes, coffee shop. And everybody has to snap. <laughs> I don't know why we do this. <laughs> I literally did this with my mom at dinner today. And that's what our rename, reblame, reshame this reminded me of. I'm assuming this is just how I envision this is that you and your mom are having a lot of fun and, and your dad is annoyed and driving and <laughs> he, not participating. No, the thing is he's trying so hard to participate, but bless him. <laughs> he's a science and math uh, brain person and he's just not great at words. And so he'll try and he'll either be like offbeat and late or he'll say a word that's not a word. Like he would be like, <laughs> we would be like, congratulate, confiscate. And he would be like, promiscuate. And we'd be like, what? <laughs> He's trying. Honestly, props to him for being good at math and science. Like, good. wouldn't it be nice to be good at something? Right. Like, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. All you math and science people out there, congratulations. How does it feel to be God's you, favorite? You won. You won and you have all the money. Congrats. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're on Twitter at RetweetThisPod. You can follow us there and find everything we talk about this week. So I tweeted on October 13th and I said, New Swifties and post-reunion Jonas Brothers stands will never understand the impact of Joe releasing Now I'm Done with Superstars and All the Tears on Her Guitar in 2009. I was listening to Much Better the day that uh, Taylor Swift was supposedly going to release something and then did it, and so I was mad at Taylor Swift, but I was listening to Much Better. And it's such a good song. And if anyone was, like, uh, in the Jonas Brothers fandom or in the Taylor Swift fandom, or heaven forbid both, when this went down, when Joe and Taylor dated and then broke up and then for three albums went back and forth writing songs about each other, the drama. Like I literally don't even remember this occurring. Okay. It meant nothing to me. I, I was I was I mean, I was a Justin Bieber stand, so I was not in this loop. Okay, well, everybody close your eyes. We're going back to two thousand nine. Are you ready? Are you there? Okay. Fearless the okay. album is about to drop. We know that Taylor Swift and Joe Jonas have been seen in public recently. Taylor Swift goes on Ellen for an interview about the Fearless album. And Ellen's playing her little game where she puts pictures up and is like, give me your reaction to this. Give me your reaction to that. And she posts a picture of Taylor and Joe Jonas and says, are there any songs on the album inspired by this boy? 
And she's like, ooh, that's an ouch. And Ellen's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. And she's like, yeah, you know, it's fine. You know, I mean, one day when I'm, like, famous and a Grammy winner and blah, 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 I'm not even going to remember the boy that broke up with me in a phone call in 27 seconds. (gasps) And just left it like that. And then the crowd was, like, gasping. And then Ellen was like, well, are there any, like, songs about him? Like, is there anything else you want to say? And she's like, well, there is some that – there is a song that was written – um, really recently, we got it on the album really uh, last minute, um, Forever and Always from Fearless. is about Joe, she confirmed. And there's a line in it that says, I hold on to the night you looked me in the eyes and told me you loved me. Were you just kidding? As in a reference to you lo- when you looked me in the eyes and told me that you loved me. So then, <gasps> so then Joe releases a song with the line... Uh, get a rep for breaking hearts. Now I'm done with superstars and all the tears on her guitar. You're much better. <gasps> so then Taylor releases Better Than Revenge. And then the line of it <gasps> that says, show me how much better you are. So they are just going back and forth on every other album for like three years. And then years later, when Taylor's in like the lover era, she's on Ellen again. And Ellen asks, like, do you have any regrets from your career? And she's like, I kind of regret the time I like totally called out Joe Jonas on your show. Sorry about that. Um, and then one of her most recent songs, um, Invisible String, there's a line about, uh, cold was the tears of my, something about extra grind for the boys that broke my heart. Now I send their babies presents. And mm-hmm. people were, that was right around the time that Willa, Joe and Sophie's child was born. So they're like, did she send Willa a baby present? Like, it's just funny to watch them grow up. But anyway, all that to say, that's what my tweet is about. And somehow or another, I got 500 likes. Yeah, I wish I would have known. I mean, I was like alive and... and <laughs> you were alive? Doing whatever during 2009. You were alive in 2009? Um, yeah. I wish I would have been... I wish I would have known about this drama. Because it did not occur to me. I mean, I knew they dated it. I knew he broke up with her on a phone call. It was Because I was, like forth. I said, I was alive and that was like a big moment. But mm-hmm. I don't remember... I didn't know that was that, like that. There's remember when Taylor used to do the like vlogs on her YouTube channel and it'd be like compilations of video clips to like really uh-huh. two thousand songs. There's one where she has the Shane Gray Barbie doll, which is Joe Jonas from Camp Rock, and it's like a Barbie doll made of him. And she goes, "Oh look, he comes with a cell phone so that he can break up with other dolls." And then she holds her Barbie, like the Barbie of her, and she's like, "Stay away from him." And I'm like, <laughs> "Like they were like eighteen, nineteen, like." <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't famous as a teenager. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> if this is the reputation I'm making no. for myself now? Oh, no. I, I would have made such bad decisions. That's why they need really good um, publicists and people around them because, yeah, it would have been an embarrassment. God, yeah. I was so stupid as a teenager. But teenagers now are still stupid. Um, not always. Teenagers make mistakes, right? Um, <laughs> but I – segue. I was at a high school this week for my job and I was sitting in their lunchroom and the particular school I was at had like microwaves in the cafeteria. So if kids brought their lunch from home, they could just heat it up. Mm-hmm. And I watched this girl come in with a bag of Chipotle and I'm like, Chipotle comes in foil containers. I'm going to watch her. And she gets her little Chipotle bowl out. She takes the lid off. She puts her cheese or whatever she's putting on top of it on it, sets the foil lid back over the top <laughs> and puts it in the microwave. And I'm, like, six feet away from her, and I'm starting to, like, stand up and be like, don't do that. And as soon as she starts the microwave, and it gets, like, one second, and she goes, oh, and she stops it. And I'm like, thank <laughs> God. That was almost bad. I'm honestly proud of her for recognizing it before the uh, microwave exploded. I know. I was going to try to, like, 
pointed out before like it became a scene or before like there was a teacher that was in the room like before a teacher or someone that she knew saw her to try to make it like less you know but right she caught herself so to the random good job kid at the high school proud of you (laughs) there was a student that uh didn't recognize that in my college dorm and started a fire so hey on the 14th this was a tiktok comment and it was a, t- a comment under one of Hank's TikToks about the the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And it said, now that we're all vaccinated, why is there still a pandemic? <laughs> and I said, now that who is what? Like, what? Now that we're all vaccinated. Yes, every like, single one wh- of us. Who are you? Where are you? Are you okay? They probably <sighs> are, like, in a blue bubble, but with really red parents. Like, really conservative parents. <laughs> they're not from america i feel like this was like a um plant like a like a bot account from another Maybe country so i don't know this could be, it probably it might be canada i think they have better vaccinations than us they have better everything than us except for weather it's cold Who there knows? also on the 14th i tweeted because don't plug your ears emily oh no emily and i are turning 26 in january ah, la, 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 la. i have to pick a health care plan in two weeks ah, la 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 it's a scary time for us. Uh, 25 was scary. 26 is worse. Um, So I tweeted and I said, is 26 bad like 23? Just tell me now. Because 23 was, I mean, there was good things that happened, but like mentally, very poor. Very Not bad year for mentally. good 2019. I was living yeah. it up. Like, yeah, I was confused and I didn't really have a plan, but I was living it up in 2019. It was the last of the good times. Well, I had my best vacation ever in 2019. Yes. But, and I had other like small trips that were really great because it was like the pre-COVID situation, but Mm -hmm. I was horrifically anxious the whole year. Um, Turning 23 was really weird for me and I also hated my job at the time, so it was not great. But um, the consensus is that 26 is hard, but not as bad. So I'm feeling pretty positive about it. It can't. It can't get too much worse than it is right now, Don't right? Don't say that. We're, we're kidding. Knock. <laughs> we're, knocking on wood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Let, let's have 26 be good. 26 is a bones year. You know what I mean? 26 is a bones year. The pug has bones for 26. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I got a crack in my windshield the other day, and I came into my work complaining about it, and I was like, I can't believe this crack just, like, appeared in my windshield while my car was parked. Like, that's not fair. I said, and all this to happen on a bones day? And... The two coworkers I was talking to were like, what? Because this was like <laughs> Friday, like before it, like it really blew up over the weekend. Uh-huh. But I was like, do y'all not see the pug on TikTok that like predicts how the days are going to go based on its bones? And one of my coworkers like being polite. She's like, no. And my other one like straight up just rolled his eyes and walked away. And I'm like, get back here. You're going to love this. And I pulled it up on TikTok and I made them watch uh, one of Noodle's bones videos. And he was like, you're right. I did love that. I'm like, yeah. Anyway. This next one, I think we can just have a Hank section. Welcome to Hank's Corner. And this week I was in charge of choosing Hank's tweets, which, no offense, it happens to the best of us, but it was not a great Twitter week uh, for the science man. So I decided to just like all the tweets that mentioned his cat. I like it. Um, So they got a cat. It's very important news around here. Gaburker. Um, very cute. Yes, Gaburker Green. He's alive and well. He's very small, he's gray, and he's fluffy, and we love him. He's the new mascot of Nerdfighter Twitter. And in one of the pictures, Oren seems to be picking his nose in the background, which is the content I come to the bird app for. Solid. 
I love that. So this has been Hank's Corner. Please look at all the photos of the cat. Thank you. Thank you. The next corner is um, the evil meme corner. If you were on Mm -hmm. Twitter this week slash this weekend, there's this meme going around where people take an image of like a famous person, a band, an actor, a movie scene, something that like is a pop culture phenomenon. And they put it through a negative filter and they say evil whatever says the opposite of what they say. So I saw one that said evil Taylor Swift says divorce me, Juliet. Um, Mm -hmm. So like a reference like that, that would be really common. Um, So naturally, (laughs) everyone jumped on it. Everyone on our random little corner of Twitter um, did Hank and John ones. Um, Do you want to share the ones that you made? Sure. I would like to think that I... um popularized this meme amongst nerdfighter twitter is that true probably not do i take credit for it sure um i made one of john and it says evil john green be like pizza ween instead of pizza mess um <laughs> I it has 6.7 thousand likes because hank retweeted it but hank did not retweet the one of himself which says evil hank green be like pelicant <laughs> um <laughs> and arguably a much scarier photo which i see that uh nate used for his own so yes nate's patron trait comes early thank you patron nate um his says <laughs> thank you, patron nate. evil hank green be like an absolutely crappy thing except it doesn't say crappy we're just censoring <laughs> ourselves over here now and also did a john one that says evil john green be like one single turtle at the top <laughs> <laughs> and then my very favorite one i saw came from lee and it said evil Catherine green be like at me <laughs> so good it's so good and then there's this next one killed me even though i do not quite understand what it says i got the vibe so it says it's Be- it's jacob from um twilight and it says bella say exactamente donde asustados mentally stable woman so it's the opposite of where the hell have you been loca but they right. also opposited when the spanish and when the english are <laughs> So it's perfect. It's I know exactly where you are, but yeah, they flip flops to the English. It's it's, it's layers made layers. Yeah, I made one about the Jonas Brothers and it flopped, and then somebody else made the exact same joke. It like two days later and it went off, and I was like, dang, I was too early to the meme. Yesterday, I tweeted and said, in quotes, "Are you Phil's thick booty?" Is the closest I'll ever get to fame, huh? Because I was in Florida this weekend at Jonas Brothers concerts, and um, Ashley came up to me, and I didn't recognize her at first from Twitter. And I mean, I figured she had to be from Twitter whenever she came up, but she literally just said, like, I was standing there doing something with my posters or something, and she came up and she's like, you're Phil's thick booty, right? And I was like, "Uh, yeah. Who's asking? Yeah, I am. She's like, hi, I'm from Twitter. And I'm like, well, I'd hope I'm only recognizable from Twitter by that name. (laughs) Depends on who wants to know. Are you with the university system of Georgia? The funny thing is that I've done three travel weekends for tour, this tour, and all three weekends someone has come up to me and asked that exact question. That No one has ever recognized me from Twitter, ever. It's only Never. because it's a fandom thing. Like, they know the friend group that I'm bouncing around with. Like, we're all the, jo- the truly online, chronically mentally ill online Jonas Brothers stand community is pretty small on Twitter. So we all kind of know each other, or at least know mm-hmm. who each other are. So, yeah. Also, there's not a whole lot of, like, five foot ten Jonas Brothers fans out there. A lot of them are pretty short. <laughs> it's great. I can see over everybody in the crowd. Uh, 22 hours ago, I tweeted and I said, 911, yeah, it's an emergency. Um, and it's 
<laughs> a TikTok of Harry Styles. And I said, okay, dad, sorry, dad, sorry, dad, sorry. Because he was telling people to move in the crowd was like the video. Uh-huh. Um, and someone named Oat Milk Kayla <laughs> said, ha ha, all caps, ha ha ha. It's so nice to see you in Harry comment section instead of Hank. <laughs> and I replied that said, if anyone tags assigns me, I'm suing. So I tweeted it because I was thinking, you know, stupid me. If Hank sees this on Twitter, he'll ignore it because I'm like, clowning. you know, clearly mm-hmm. like clowning. No, he was like, why? I, of course I saw this. And I was like, yeah, well, I thought you would have the decency to pretend you didn't. <laughs> I think right around the same time, last night we were leaving the concert venue and I realized it was almost midnight on the last day of Pizza Miss, which I wasn't considering time zones and that Pizza Miss would go on like two more days. And I tweeted and said like, um, two more days, <laughs> two more hours. Good Lord. <laughs> I said something like, uh, mildly intoxicated and haven't made a Pizza Miss purchase yet. Do I buy a shirt in the next 18 minutes? And Hank just responded, uh... <laughs> I'm like, oops. Hey. Oops. I did buy a shirt. I forgot which one I bought, but it's fine. I'm hoping that I get some extra stuff in my um, order. Do I think that's going to happen? No. Would I love to get some random crap that Hank threw in an order? Sure. I hope it is truly random crap. Like a screw that that's was found on the ground. Like a <laughs> wristband that somebody tore off after an event. Like... Right. Do you know, um, so when that girl, there was a girl on TikTok and she like helped Hank promote his book and he sold a bunch of books from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sent her like a care package mm-hmm. and some of it was like random crap that was clearly like on the floor of his office. Did one of the, a belt one buckle? of the things was a belt buckle <laughs> and one was a Sharpie that he had used to sign the book. <laughs> He's like, I don't want the Sharpie. Go in the box. <laughs> Hank's like, Cleaning out my office. Who wants a present? <laughs> the same energy as when Dan and Phil were doing the, like, we're moving. Yes. Who wants to take our trash? <laughs> we're moving. Who wants the tatting off props? <laughs> Who wants this random square? <laughs> Literally all of us. Just, just like crickets. Nope. No one wants it. <laughs> nope. Um, I tweeted this last night. I said Insta saw it first, but, and it's a screenshot from my just friends Instagram story or private close friends, whatever it is, your private story. And it's just a selfie of me at the concert holding a drink. And it says, if I had a nickel for every time I, that a fire alarm went off at a Jonas Brothers show and no one cared, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot. But it's weird that it happened twice. We're standing there last <laughs> night waiting for the show to start and the fire alarms just start going off. And it's an outdoor venue. Oh like, where are we going to go? We're already outside. And security <laughs> right. doesn't budge. No fans budge. No one looks the slightest bit concerned. But the alarm, the fire alarms and, like, the flashing lights that they have on them are just going off for, like, four minutes. <laughs> and the exact same oh thing happened the first time I saw them after the reunion. They had, like, a pop-up show in Atlanta, and I won tickets for it. The best concert I've ever been to. But the fire alarm started going off, like, 15 minutes before they got on stage, and not a soul was budging out of that room because we had been in line all day. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just going off we're all just kind of looking around like oh that's one way to announce burning up okay <laughs> Jonas Brothers fans barbecued at concerts <laughs> honestly one of these days it's happened twice so far it's been a false alarm both times if they keep it going up it's gonna be boy who cried wolf <laughs> honestly boy band who cried fire um okay it is now time for the better half of the podcast, which is the patron tweets. Woo! And I can read those off if you want me to this week. Emily is usually um, the honorary vo- voice of the patrons, but I will do that. Thank you to Artemis, DFTBA Rachel, Hank, Josie, Kimmy, Matthew, who is a new clown member. Thank you for attending class. Um, Nate, Rachel, Sarah, Kara, Chad, 
Dee's nuts. Elon. <laughs> Evan. Jonathan. Kelly. Margaret. Mickey. Molly. Oh my God, it's burning. And Ruthie. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. You went in a different order than I was reading. I was like, where are we at, friend? <laughs> <laughs> that That's a new order. I hope everyone was taken aback by the new order and it scared you a little bit. I love it. And we have some tweets from our professor tier. Woohoo! Nate, you already got yours. <laughs> Artemis's tweet this week, I did dig a little bit for. Hank asked earlier this week for pictures of people in their previous favorite pizza mask gear, and Artemis tweeted a selfie with the John, the Pizza John mask, and that mask absolutely terrifies me every time I see it, but it's also golden. So the so mask is very cursed. So it's Pizza um, John's I regret all the way not down. buying it just because. I would never wear that like, thing, though. Oh, I've never wear it in public, but where, I feel like you gonna wear a mask in private? Who are you trying to save yourself from? Your dog? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, well, hey, you Brent. Know when you really need to just um, upset or scare a child, I feel like that mask would accomplish that. Oh my gosh! Next time those kids that play in the backyard and leave a mess, just come out to the door with that mask on. That's your yeah. Halloween trick or treat mask. Literally, they they call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Josie tweeted on the 13th and said, tell me why every time I get a like on my dumb tweet, tell me why every time I get a like on a tweet, my dumb self tries to like the like. <laughs> it's like it's somebody, a very supportive energy. It's like when somebody swipes up on your Instagram story and reacts to it and then you can like that. I'm like, this is a lot of wordless communication. I just don't want you to think I'm mad at you. I don't think I've ever posted a Instagram story. You've never posted an Instagram story? Not on my account. I don't think. I think I might have posted Instagram stories on the dog's <laughs> account. Um, <laughs> my dogs have an Instagram, if you care. But no, I don't. I don't think I've ever posted one what's on the, my own. What's the dog's Instagram account? Um, at Bordy Boys. B o r d i e b o y s. It's a good account. You should follow it. Uh, Rachel tweeted on the fourteenth and said, "Food ordering website. Online ordering is temporarily unavailable at this store. Call call to place an order. Me. Do I really want it that badly? Nah, I'll go somewhere else." <laughs> The biggest mood. Yeah. I, had to place- I would also try to avoid calling if possible. I had to place a to-go order over the phone the other day, but it was a restaurant that I really, really wanted. But it was like a locally owned place, so they didn't have the online ordering. I had to do it over the phone. It was worth it, but it was nerve-wracking. And then I got nervous because she was like, okay, your food will be ready in 15 minutes. And I was like, it's a little bit of a drive. It'll probably be like 20 or more before I can get there. She's like, no, that's fine. And then it took me like 35 minutes to get there, and I was so afraid that they were going to be mad at me. They weren't. I tried to place, I was looking uh, to place an order on DoorDash today, mm-hmm. and I, like, had the order, and I was like, this seems really expensive. Like, not just, like, the tip. I mean, I'm expecting that, but, like, in general. Mm-hmm. So then I went and ordered online through the restaurant. It was, through the restaurant, $19. Through DoorDash, $36. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, wow. The problem is that DoorDash takes a cut. And so when you order from a restaurant, like restaurants have to list their food more expensive on DoorDash so that they can make what they would normally make through their right. own ordering. So like if you have a restaurant that does its own online ordering and even if it does its own delivery too, like it's better to order straight from them if you want to support them. Yeah. It's crazy how much it has to be marked up, which like I understand why. And I still do order it sometimes. Yeah. Um, But wow. It is. It's a price you pay for convenience. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need it. Sarah tweeted on October 15th and said, only Hank Green would advertise a discount code for five cents off and only I would be clowning enough to use it. Uh, what was it? Nickelback? Yeah. <laughs> Clowns. And said, I have now been informed that it is actually John Green's idea. I w- I'm surprised that it was John's idea. 
It seems very much like something that Hank would come up with. It does have very much Hank energy, but I feel like anytime there is a silly idea that Hank presents, like at any point it could be John, it just doesn't match John's brand, so he makes Hank do it. Honestly, yeah. He's like the sacrifice. It's like, the- will sacrifice Hank's reputation for the joke. It's the older sibling, younger sibling dynamic. I wonder if my brother ever um, makes me be the stupid one, and I just don't realize it. I don't think he has to make you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> also on the 15th, Rachel tweeted, DFTBA Rachel tweeted, um, a picture, of, it's a screenshot of the Green's new cat looking very cute at the end of Hank's video. Looking stunning. Um, and it just says, I love him, with like little crying faces. And I it's, it's a, just the cutest little cat I've ever seen. I love him. So cute. The fuzzy ears. Oh, kittens are so cute. So cute. I'm allergic to cats, but I would risk it all for this one. Risk it for the whisk, whisk, whisk. Risk it and whisker don't rhyme, but I was trying to find something in there. Don't say whisk on this podcast. Oh, God. Moving on. Um, <laughs> our brand new patron, Matthew, tweeted on the 15th. Hello. Catch me finding a UFO at Denver Airport. I will say that airport was very confusing to find my way out of. Am I the vibes are soured at the Denver airport. It's funky. Yeah, and it looks so weird from the outside. And there's like those weird white whatever they are outside. Uh-huh. It does seem like somewhere that UFOs would be stored. Yeah. Like it has the vibe. I could see it. I was um, Matthew, did you find one? Please let us know. I was in the Orlando airport this week and I hate that airport so much. The I've been to it. I've only been to it a few times. Um, I call it, it's MCO. I said it stands for Mickey's Chaotic Overcrowding. Because um, you, like, get off the airport and, like, the trains to the terminals have, like, Disney World stuff all over them. There's a giant Disney store in the main, like, TSA checkpoint area. But the longest line I've ever waited in for TSA was at that airport. And there was, like, strollers of babies and kids crying everywhere. And it's just a lot. And it's because it's the Disney World airport. But, whew. Mm-hmm. Some days. Jeez. After the flight I had there, couldn't do it. <laughs> Avoid my, it at all costs. My $20 flight was worth $20. Kimmy tweeted on the 17th yesterday and said, in quotes, I miss the Clubhouse era so much. I don't know who said this, but it, remember a Clubhouse? Oh, uh, yeah. I had a small addiction to it. You did. I think I finally deleted it off my phone. It's not deleted off my phone, but it's like undownloaded. You know how it does if you don't use it in a while or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, But I I do miss the camaraderie of mutual hate. You know what I mean? The gathering around a common enemy. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was kind of fun. And I kind of liked um, to complain about it on Twitter. It was like my nighttime entertainment, I think, earlier this year. Do I think it was good for my mental health? No. Absolutely not. But it was entertaining. So, you know, you take what you can get in 2021. Hank's cursed like <laughs> is from um, Claire Penis is the, the person's name. And it says, yeah, I like Dune. Dune your mom. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Hank tweeted and said, what's the funniest tweet you saw this week? So that was one of the replies. Yeah, and it was submitted by a person named Kai, I believe. So, hello. I think the funniest tweet I saw this week was the Bella, I know exactly where you've been, mentally stable woman. Yeah, the Jacob Black, for some reason, like, specifically the Jacob Black evil memes were, like, really good this week. They were. I like your replies to Hank's tweet about the best ones you saw, too. The Harry Styles sign that says, you don't sing in a British accent because you're British for attention. (laughs) 
big Hank and Hyde. And people, <laughs> people were confused <laughs> about like what it meant. Someone commented and was like, "I don't get it." I was like, and then there's, also, you have to be stupid enough to understand. Like, I can't explain this to you. <laughs> you just have to be on that mindset. I don't know. And then also the Ariana Grande fan, when she tweeted a picture with her little mini pig, and they responded <laughs> and said, cuties, and then tweeted immediately after and said, if Ariana don't cook that pig already. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent that to you, and I said, it was the same energy that we had with Norman the fish. Oh, God. Um, if you Phil stand. God. We would we would talk about that fish and make fan art of that fish and then constantly be like, I hate the fish. Like, <laughs> let's eat it. Like, I hate the fish. <laughs> I have some upsetting news, upsetting realization, speaking of Dan and Phil. What's not upsetting what? when I when I say that? Tomorrow's October nineteenth. <gasps> wow. Twelve years. <laughs> I just basically want to sing that song. You know what I'm Remember about? the night. <laughs> <laughs> The Dana Phil fans listening are quivering <laughs> right now. Not quivering. Arden, I'm That's sorry. The worst word. <laughs> they're quaking. They're quaking. They're quivering. They're, they're quivering. Crazy. They're quaking. We have some context for you all. A crumb of context from Josie um, about the reference oh, to yeah. a forty-year-old man jumps to see if he'll stick a meme from last week. It's from a 2008 Question Friday video that John did where he does jump to see if he sticks on a wall. But if you click the link, Josie linked us exactly to the right timestamp to watch that clip. And it looks like it was filmed wow. on a microwave. Good times. <laughs> it was filmed on a 3DS. <laughs> Brotherhood Still better 2. than my phone can do right now. Little known fact, Brotherhood 2.0 was filmed back and forth on a, on a 3DS. I believe it. Textless they, communication. They picked a chat at each other. That was their only <laughs> form of communication. They had a webcam on their, like, AIM, A-I-M, like the little external webcam that you bought at Walmart yeah. and it was, like, lime green and set on top of your computer. They had a shared Nintendog. That was their mutual responsibility and how they communicated. <laughs> is Nintendogs ever going to – is Nintendogs on the Switch? Can it come to the Switch? I don't know, but I always would have a Dalmatian named Spot and I would train it and only have the one because it was my favorite. And then once I got all, the, like, the tasks complete, I would get rid of it and get another Dalmatian. Named Spot? Yes. That makes perfect sense. I know. <laughs> I didn't have Nintendogs. My sister did. I didn't. I played it one time and then oh, she got mad at me. It was good. Deleted my dog. <laughs> I don't blame her. If my brother would have played my Nintendogs, I would have been furious. So. Oh, she let me. She was like, yeah, you can play. And then she deleted my dog. <laughs> you know what I had around the same time she had Nintendogs, though? What? Do you remember the game? It, pl- it wasn't like a game, con- like a something that you played on like Nintendo or like on a GameCube or anything. It was the Dream Life game where you plug it directly into the back yes, of the TV. Uh, I had that one and the Designer's World one. <gasps> yes. My best friend, Andrea, she does not listen to this podcast. Hey, um, Andrea. But she was my best friend in elementary school up through high school, and she had both of them. And we used to always go to her house and sit on her bedroom floor and play them. I played them on my mom's bedroom floor. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at RetweetThisPod. You can also find us on Patreon. We are patreon.com slash retweet this. If you have anything you would like to share with us on Twitter, you can use the hashtag McDickles. Hashtag M-C-D-I-C-K-L-E-Z. I used the word McDickles in conversation this weekend and no one understood. As they shouldn't. Okay, well, we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye.